It's time for our summer patron giveaway. Yes, this time we're doing a prize pack of uh, selected comics, uh, some swag, um, uh, uh, some special stuff, uh, gifts from Jason from Hawaii, so some Hawaiian goodies, um, all kinds of fun stuff to share our love to you, uh, the patrons. So if you would like to be included in our summertime giveaway, just become a patron at any level uh, between now and Labor Day. So it's a summer giveaway, and then after Labor Day, we will pull a, a patron randomly from the stack and send you a prize pack. Now, not only that, not only do you get entered to win, you got to be in it to win it, by the way. That's what they say. You get on-air thanks and show note shout-outs, uh, priority inclusion of your feedback and questions or comments into the show, access to our patron only Slack community, very popular. Exclusive content, um, you get bonus episodes that nobody else gets. You get early access to bonus episodes or regular episodes. You get them ad free, you get them unedited. Um, sometimes that's a blessing and a curse, depending uh, on your feelings there. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. And the levels go up, you get more more stuff. Uh, the, but that's that's kind of the ground floor stuff you get um, coming in as a patron. So please do so. It also means that you like what we're doing and you're sharing and caring enough to uh, throw us a couple of um, shekels our way. And we appreciate that. And it helps keep the lights on. It helps pay the server fees. It helps um, keep us going and keep us doing it on our our road to a thousand episodes. Can we get there? <clears throat> I hope so. I hope so. But everything's going up. It's getting harder and harder um, to justify uh, luxury expenses like podcast fees. So uh, your help it is greatly appreciated, and we want uh, to continue that. Some of you just do it just to say thanks. We appreciate that. Some of you do it for the giveaway. Some of you do it for... Uh, some of the tier perks. All those are valid. So whatever your reasoning, join our Patreon. Give us a little bit of love. We appreciate it. Come contest time, uh, we'll, uh, we'll maybe we'll pull your name, and you will get a fun prize pack uh, mailed directly to you. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Drew with your sneak peek at, at next week, episode number 846 for comics originally releasing August 29th and August 30th, the last week in August. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, what do you got for me? Uh, let's see. We've got um, a question for Kyle. Um, Kyle? Yes. James Gunn, who is your boy, my boy, um, yes. calls you to direct the new Nightwing movie. Ooh. Um, who would you like to see as Nightwing, Barbara Gordon, Batman and Bruce Wayne, and the villain? And what storyline would you like to see <laughs> on the screen? I mean, Court of Owls is the easy answer, but you, know, you got to have a lot of cool Batman stuff. That's for that. a pretty great one. That would be yeah. a pretty great one. I mean, and the, the forming of the Teen Titans is always fun. Um, you know, a little bit of the, you know, 
chit-chatting with Superman about growing up and then yes. taking up the mantle of Nightwing. Would <laughs> you give Drew a big acting role in the movie or just as an extra walking in the background? Oh, he'd, he'd have a, a big part, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I'm not sure what it would be. <laughs> but definitely. I have to be like a circus if during the origin. I could be like, maybe I could play your dad. Yeah, you go. That falls to his death on the trapeze. Yeah, um, but like honestly, for like Nightwing, <laughs> you could almost rehash the uh, the second uh, Spider-Man. Get the Andrew Garfield slash Emma Stone as Batgirl. Yeah, kind of almost do that because I. I think uh, the 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 size of Andrew Garfield was more fit for Nightwing than it was for Peter Parker in those because he's kind of a, a larger guy and didn't pull off the the nerdy guy as well. And so Emma Stone would, as as Barbara Gordon as in Oracle Barbara, would be great. Yeah. So I would like to do. I think that would kind of be where I would yeah. go. I would stick kind of early into the like Nightwing's seeking independence from Batman Mm -hmm. and finding his own niche in Bloodhaven, but also finding that niche with Barbara Gordon. And I mean, some of my most fun is also with the, the dichotomy of Batgirl versus, um, uh, Starfire and the kind of love triangle there. Mm, But I, I don't know if you necessarily have to get into that because then I don't know how deep into the woods of the Titans you want to get with it. Cause like I said, I like more of the, the independent Nightwing trying to become his own yeah. superhero and do his own thing in Bloodhaven. Um, keep it kind of dark. Kind Your of murky. Kyle cut is now four and a half hours and I'm bored out of my mind. <sighs> <laughs> Release the Kyle cut. I can give you a tight two on it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Kyle today on chat GPT versus Kyle. Oh no. We have um, top 10 Spider-Man villains. This you should be able, I bet you you'll get all of these. Or close. <laughs> okay, Venom. Venom is number three. Um, Dr. Octopus. Number two. Otto Octavius. Yes, number two. Sandman. Number four. Lizard. Number five. If you could think of that movie, you can get six of them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mysterio is number seven. Shocker. Shocker is outside the top ten. He is number 14. Vulture. Big surprise here. Vulture is outside the top ten. Oh he is number twelve. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's that's right at all. Green Goblin. Green Goblin's number one. Craven. Craven is number eight. No, I don't think J. Jonah Jameson is going to be considered a. Mm-mm. Rhino. Rhino is number nine. 
Black Cat? Black Cat is outside the top 10 as well. She came in at 17. Dang. Probably because of her recent uh, good good parts, yeah. Did I, okay, so did I go through all the Sinister Sticks? Uh, you missed Vulture, one, Sandman. played by Jamie Foxx. Electro. Electro was number six. So you have the top nine. You do not have ten yet. Um, Scorpion? Because no. it sounds, Scorpion was number 11, right outside. Mm-hmm. They gave Hobgoblin number 10. Oh, okay. Green Goblin number one, Hobgoblin number ten. Mm-hmm. Um, they put Kingpin outside the top ten, maybe yeah, because King, of the, yeah. the Daredevil mm-hmm. having being, but he's really a Spider-Man villain first and foremost. It's very true. Um, they put uh, yeah, you got you got most of these. Carnage is uh fifteen, uh, Chameleon yeah. sixteen. Oh, Chameleon, I completely forgot about. Yep, yep. Uh, the Jackal. Um, 18. Moreland, I don't remember Moreland. Um, so I'm not just that's that one's escaping me. Yeah. Uh, the Tinker is in is in okay. top 20. Uh, we got the Prowler. Um, we've got, I think that's it. So that that rounds out the top 20. This, um, there's a lot. Those are a lot of good good rogues. And uh, you got an A. You got an A on yes. that one, Kyle. Very good. Yes. Uh, this brings me around to part two of a uh, listener question. Came in from Jason. Um, Drew, will you please let Kyle ask J- chat GPT questions once in a while? I'd like <laughs> to hear your answers sometime. Excellent. Yes, I will. Uh, I will tee one up for next week. <laughs> we might do that. Um, but you, get, you, get, you know, you, you notice every once in a while I give you easier ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember. Yeah. Remember my kindness. Don't be don't be mean. Kyle, I've got the solution to our dreary, dreary evenings. We can um, we can we can pop a little magic mind and Ooh. get a little pick me up and and still still go to sleep. Just enough to give us some some clarity of mind, uh, a, a little creativity, get the creative juices flowing. Maybe give you one or two. Before the podcast, you know, <laughs> to really focus you in. Uh, what do you you think fall of that? asleep during one podcast and all of a sudden that's your problem. Uh-huh. But yeah, absolutely. The worst thing you want to do is, you know, brew a pot of coffee at middle of the night right before a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Then you're up the entire evening. What you need is good, sustained energy, clarity of mind, not, you know, a jolt of caffeine that hurts yeah. your body and all these things. Absolutely. And uh, Magic Mind uh does all that stuff and has that uh okay matcha i want to talk about matcha Drew. okay all right the the green vegetable matcha that 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 buzzword that superfood i didn't think i'd like matcha i uh-huh. am starting to like matcha and that's one of the big key ingredients here is that that uh that lovely green superfood that has the benefits of all the uh, uh keeping you going yeah and it uh yeah it it's Cool stuff. It, it's pricey, uh, mm-hmm. matcha is, but they stick it in this uh, with with some great other ingredients, all natural stuff. Um, so, but you you can get it through us with our code. So we want you to check out this Magic Mind Elixir. Check this out. It is go to MagicMind.co/slash/comicsfunprofit. And elixir really is the perfect word for it. It's a nice little elixir. It's very yes. cool. 
for sure. If you feel you want to try this out, go to magicmind.co slash comicsfunprofit and use our code. You can get um, 20% off uh, of an initial one-time purchase or up to 56% off of a subscription. So if this sounds good to you, go to magicmind.co slash comicsfunprofit and use our code CFP. You can get up to 50%, 56% off your subscription for the next 10 days with the code CFP. Or you can just use that discount code CFP at magicmind.co slash comicsfunprofit to get 20% off a one-time purchase. Just to sample, dip your toe, check it out. Uh, Kyle, we are lucky enough to have the DC Connect out for it's September's DC Connect for November Comics. Mm. Did you see that? I did. That's pretty amazing. Um, feels like it's too soon, but maybe we're <laughs> just behind. We That's right. Behind. Um, so what do we got to show for? November. Yeah, front cover shows Titans, Beast World, another Tom Taylor written adventure, so that's exciting. It is a universe-shattering Titans crossover starting in November, so I can't wait to get to that. But as we actually delve in, we get a uh, cue card here for the Beast World. So in November, we've got uh, Beast World Evolution, Beast World 1, and then in December, we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 books. And then in January, we have 5 books for this crossover event. So it looks like we've got a total of 13 books to go through for that. Wow. Okay. I was just thinking it was a <laughs> like just a, a new series, mini yeah. series. Man, that's big. So here we go. The biggest threat to the DC Universe is Beast Boy. Can the Titans save the world and their teammate? Superstar Tom Taylor and Ivan Rice team up for an unprecedented Titans crossover with Nightwing, Raven, Cyborg, and the Titans. Can Garfield Logan rise to battle an ancient evil? What will Amanda Waller do to take advantage of the situation as millions of people are changed into rambling creatures? Can humanity survive all powerful heroes and villains transformed into ferocious beasts? But they're they're they're, they're still asleep from night terrors, and then you're gonna transform <laughs> them into ferocious beasts. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, cool thing is we get some Bjorn Barons covers here. Uh, we get uh, Art Germ carries Bruno Redondo covers. Um, Six dollars forty eight pages. So Beast World is a six issue series, um, and then we've got a filler. Fill them in with, uh, let's see, Titans issues and Beast Gotham, Central City, Metropolis. Mm-hmm. What's going on in Atlanta, Star City? Okay, so it's different cities and what, I guess, what's going on there. All right. So so we're soliciting for November, but as we talk about Titans, Beast World, Metropolis, number one, we see that it's coming out December 5th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Always giving us that first week. So that's the battle with Starro, reverberates across oh, the the battle with Starro reverberates across Metropolis. Yeah. Beast World Waller Rising. It's another December released book. Um, this is probably one that I would read the 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 main series maybe, and probably not do all the side quests. On. Yeah, even though it's Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor's not writing the, the side quests. Uh, that's true. You know, that's very true. It's uh, people like 
uh, Chuck Forrest Brown and <laughs> Nicole Maines and well, he is doing some of them, isn't he? Just yeah. Beast World. Wow. Okay. So maybe, maybe I'll yeah. read the Tom Taylor ones. There we go. And now we're back down into our regular books. Just a regular Titans 5 by Tom Taylor. This one appears to be just a, a normal one. But just like, wow, for an issue 5, we have a ton of different covers here, too. So that doesn't have anything to do with uh, Beast World? Mm, doesn't look like. Have we seen any Titans yet with Nicola Scott? We have, haven't we? I think we have, yes. Yeah, yeah. And now we're back to Beast be World Evolution 1. But and we get uh, Marv Wolfen writing on this one. Okay, that's really cool. Art by He's George good. Perez. Yeah. So it looks like um, this collects some old Teen Titans five tales of the new Teen Titans three, and story from Action Comics ten fifty one. So this is just essentially revealing some of Beast Boy's past by retreading some old material here. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, so it's an eight dollar retread book there. Retread. Um, we do we get um, something called Batman Offworld number one. This is Jason Aaron and Doug Monkey. Um, a routine night in Gotham City for a young Batman proves to be anything but routine when the crime fighter con- is confronted with a sort of foe he's never faced before. One from beyond the stars. A universe of possible alien threats leads Batman to make a daring decision to venture alone into the far reaches of the cosmos for the very first time. So this is a young Batman story, I guess. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, first time Jason Aaron writing Batman. Is it really? That's what it says. I hope it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I hope it's amazing. And you can give him detective for a while. <laughs> His art is fantastic in here. Holy moly. Yeah. Who's doing that? Oh, Doug, Doug Monkey. Yep. Wow, that's great. Batman 89 Echoes. Ooh, you we're getting get another. Nuts? Let's get nuts. I enjoyed uh, the first one, so I'm glad they're revisiting this. Mm-hmm. Sam Ham writing on that. Uh, Joe Keones on art. Sam Ham was the uh, screenwriter on Batman 89, correct? I believe so. Yeah, that's very cool. So, and speaking of, you know, we got Batman and now we have Superman 78, the metal curtain. It was also pretty good. Yeah. Um, that's also got a couple of issues because of couple, the December. Yeah. yeah. So it turns out Justice League, Godzilla, and Kong, not a one-off because we have issue two here. Of seven. Yeah, seven issues series. Lord. Um, here we are getting into our Christmas books. Oh my already. goodness, I can't even think about Christmas stuff. <laughs> Santa Claus Silent Night number one by Jeff Parker and Michelle Bandini. Oh my. I like the uh, cover of Santa as a blacksmith. That's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. So this is Batman Outlaw, a five part bi weekly detective comics event starting now. Detective Comics 1076, still Ram V. Um, I probably, you know, what I should do is just let these stack up and read them <laughs> when all five are done. I read them in a as a trade because that's probably mm-hmm. how Rom's gonna write them. If I know Rom, like I know Rom. So it looks like we're kind of almost a western in this. Got yeah. the gallows in the background and the old school wanted poster. Yeah. That looks like it's kind of neat. 
Yeah, we got three in one month. Jeez. They weren't kidding. And then Batman 139 and 140 comes out of the Gotham War, which was yeah, last yeah. month's event between Night Terrors and Beast Mode or whatever. <laughs> <Beast> <laughs> mode. Uh, we've got, we had Gotham War. I forgot about that. They look pretty good. Very. Looking at all these covers. And we're going to give Outsiders their own book. Don't need Batman and anymore. Mm. So Jackson Lansing, Colin Kelly, Robert Carey doing The Outsiders. Batwoman. Really good art. Really good art. Yeah. Nightwing 109. Dick encounters an old flame. Is she friend or foe? B. Bennett. I don't know who B. Bennett is. I'll have to read up on that. Oh, it's got a backup, too. Who's doing the backup? Michael Conrad. Okay. Serge Acuna. I wonder if that's the related to the other Acuna. Hmm. Catwoman. There's Poison Ivy. Still going strong. Birds of Prey 3. Birds of Prey 4. But when we get the next month, when there's when they show the December books in here, so when we get next month's previews, will it also show the de- December books, or will it be too late to get? Is it just because of FOC purposes that they put these in here, or is it because it's very possible? I would think they would have to show it in December. Yeah. Yeah. Batman and Robin three, Brave and the Bold seven. World's Finest 21. And we get Speed Force number one from the pages of Flash. Wally West and Avery Ho bring the Speed Force to the dawn of DC. Did you skip over the Diodato Jr. and uh, McFarlane Toys car action figure variants? Yeah, they were they were in the other books if you looked Adam, I yeah. never saw that. I I, I like the uh, action figure covers. Mm-hmm. Those are cool. You saw those already? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're postage stamp size, so this is a much better look. <laughs> but they're essentially recreating um, cool covers with uh, articulation and figures. I think they'll do well. Yeah, they're cool. I mean, obviously, the Action Comics 1 homage there is really good. And the breaking of Batman's back. It wasn't there. Batman 139 is really cool. Yeah. Okay, so you said Speed Force is a all agey. Looks Maybe. like it. Mm-hmm. I'm still curious about how the Flash is going to be with Cy Spurrier. I haven't read that first one yet. I don't think it's out. Amazon's Attack 2, Wonder Woman 3. Going to read that. Tom King, Wonder Woman for sure. Those are those Golden Age books. Mm-hmm. Those have zero appeal to you, right? Correct. Yeah, I would figure. They have very little appeal to me. I hope this Power Girl's good. I don't like it. I've got to make time to read this Shazam. It's Mark Wade and Dan Mora. I've got to make time to read it. <laughs> it's just stacking up there. Blue Beetle probably read 3. Blue Beetle now. Yeah. Since I've seen the, seen the movie. And they are offering a Spanish language art and cover as well. Ah, cool. And this one has the history of Kajira. 
Hot Girl Steelworks, Cyborg, Green Arrow. Batmite. Oh my goodness. DC's Twas the Mite Before Christmas. <laughs> no thank you for $10. Oh my yeah, goodness. The uh, crazy Ben Caldwell cover. Harley Quinn, Black, White, and Redder. Bilquis Evely, Matthew Lopes, Justin Halpern, Spearmint, whoever that is. <laughs> Samoa as an artist person. Gargoyles of Goth- Gotham 2 by Raphael Grandpa. Yeah, that'll be great. Man, that art looks good. It does. City of Madness 2. That art's really good as well. Dang. Adventure Comics facsimile. <laughs> Before blah blah blah, blah. Aquaman Silver Age Origin. Okay. And then All Star Comics number three facsimile. Mm-hmm. Presents the orig- the inaugural meeting of uh, the, the Justice Chance Society. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, there's a lot of facsimiles. Holy crap. We're doling them out. Yeah, uh, they must be doing well. So is this like the like the first five Batman comics now have facsimiles. That sounds about right. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Why not? Oh, that Wonder Woman is from 1942. Wow. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. That's cool. Did we ever do the Sensation comics, which was her first appearance? I don't know I if don't we think did. We did. There's got to be a reason for that, Kyle. There's got to be some kind of cancel culture problem in that one <laughs> right or you would have done that first wouldn't you i would think yeah. you would do detective comics 27 first mm-hmm. before you do batman number one unless maybe i just missed it i don't know uh barkham asylum kyle oh my gosh what is this not for drew Mm-mm. and lots of the ongoings that didn't make the cut up top what are these Shadows of the Bat things? Oh, these are trades. Yeah, we've, we're, we've got some trades and stuff already in all this time. Uh, trades are mixed in there with the other things. All right. Only 60 pages. That's manageable. Mm-hmm. It's like the same thing. And there's a new um, three-part documentary on Max called The Superpower, The DC Story. I think I'll have to watch that. I have Max. <laughs> I didn't realize that was on. Streaming now. Yeah. The Comics Fun Profit shop on Threadless at comicsfunprofit.threadless.com where you can find, oh, about half a dozen different designs, plenty of comics for fun and profit themed merch. If you just want a t-shirt, you're good. And if you want sweatshirts or other swaggy items, man, you can get anything. Phone cases, shower curtains. It runs the gamut. Skateboards, I think. (laughs) So check that out. Uh, We've already sold several. We're excited about the fact that the folks that want to support us in this way are able to and uh, wear our merch out into in the real world. That's pretty exciting stuff. So... Uh, yeah, get your comics for fun and profit, branded items at comicsfunprofit.threadless.com. All right, Kyle, we're going to mix things up a tad, and we're going to do cover price, um, top selling comics before we do 
CBS eyes this time. Sounds like a plan. Set over yeah. good friends at coverprice.com. Look at their top 10. Start with number one book, Avengers 35 from 2014. While there's still no clear end to the site for the writers and actors strike, rumors have been floating that Doctor Strange 3 is ready to begin production once the strike ends. Alongside this rumor is how the movie's plot will be pulled directly from the pages of a comic storyline called Time runs out. In this storyline, Doctor Strange is seen attempting to stop multiple incursions as entire universes are set on the brink of collapse. Considering that uh, Kevin Feige mentioned that the Secret Wars would rely heavily on the 2015 version, which saw universes collide, it's safe to say this rumor might have a few legs. Until we see more evidence to support it, we can only speculate. As a bonus, it is also the first cover appearance of Sam Wilson as Captain in the Captain America costume, although he doesn't actually appear in this story at all. But 60 copies in the secondary market drew $100 for CGC 9.8, and Rawls are going about 18 bucks. Cool. At rank two, we have Dazzler number one from 1981. Social media is divided on the latest rumor to come out of Deadpool 3. If you have yet to hear, Taylor Swift has been rumored to cameo in the film as the vibrant mutant Dazzler. 64 copies sold on the secondary market, $200 for CGC 9.8, and near met fair market value, 20 bucks. Uh, at rank three, X-Men 130 from 1980. The first appearance of Dazzler rises to spot three. 61 copies in the secondary market. $580 for CGC 9.6, Drew, only 9.6. And fair market value for Nearmint Rawls, almost $200 at $193. Bucks. Wow. And that's the, the actual first appearance. Um. At rank four, we have New X-Men 114 from 2001. Deadpool 3 is truly pushing the limits of the multiverse from rumors the original X-Men will appear to visit Ben Affleck's Daredevil universe. The movie is ripe with possibilities. One of those possibilities is the appearance of Professor Xavier's sister, Cassandra Nova. Cassandra Nova has been rumored to be in Deadpool 3, but some rumors go as far as to say she will have a feature as a villain in Doctor Strange 3. Who knows which rumors are true or not? We know that rumors send fans into a frenzy, picking up first appearances of characters. This week, 51 copies of New X-Men 114, $200 for CGC 9.8, fair market value for Near Mint Rawls, 22 bucks. Then we have Infinite Crisis 5 from 2006. It took a flying blue scarab from space to dethrone the pink royalty that is the Barbie movie finally. Blue Beetle won out on the weekend, and reviews have been fairly positive. Don't forget, you can find Drew, myself, and we included my <laughs> son's review. Yes. Um, we're going to send that out early to our Patreons, but if you go over to patreon.com, Comics Friend of Profit, you can get a heads up on our review and find out what we thought of the film. You may never hear it. Or you may never it hear may, it. It, it may, may stay, stay exclusive forever. Yeah. Yep. However, fans rejoiced in James Gunn's confirmation that Blue Beetle was part of the upcoming reboot of the DCU. As collectors have been picking up Jaime Reyes' first appearance, we hope Blue Beetle becomes a new staple in the DC Cinematic Universe. 41 copies, secondary market, $250 for CGC 9.8, and Rawls at $43. Bucks. God, I remember when this was in the dollar bin, man, and I was like, <laughs> we gobble these up. Yeah, we should have it. At six, we have the Toxic Avenger number one from 1991. 
Last week, a movie still, a poster, and a write-up were released with significant coverage. <laughs> Directed by Oppenheimer actor Macon uh, Blair, the toxic, toxic Avengers film update has made this project real in a sea of content announcements that never seemed to make it to production. 37 copies sold, $230 for CGC 9.8, and near mints in the fine near mint raw. $23. Man, that was one of those really schlocky movies, man. I can't mm-hmm. believe they're going to make another one of those. At rank seven, we have Uncanny Avengers Annual, number one from 2015. The rumor mill hits yet again, this time surrounding Aubrey Plaza's role in Agatha, Coven of Chaos. According to a Twitter leaker, Plaza will be playing the role of Rio Vidal, an enemy to both Agatha and Tawanda. This would be a female version of Declan Dane, also known as the Emerald Warlock, who makes his first appearance in this issue. It's a bit less exciting than the previous rumors in which she was set to play the embodiment of death in the MCU, a role she was pretty much born to play. Nevertheless, fans are happy with the rumor as well. 28 copies, uh, $10 for Rawls, 5 if you're looking good. Wow. At rank 8, we have Night Terrors 3. This is the Hulk 340 homage, the one in 25 that we did not necessarily think is a good cover, but who cares? Yeah, we didn't. Keen copy sold $59 for Rawls, 45, so it it is commanding double ratio. At rank nine, Alpha Flight number one, the Arthur Adams one in 50 cover that just came out. Alpha Flight has been a staple of the X-Men universe since its debut in 1979. Originally, the team was meant to be a one-shot fight for the X-Men. However, John Byrne's popularity was used to propel the team to a new height. Although it, although it was his creation, John Byrne left the title after 28 issues. The team has reemerged in various limited series throughout the decade. In this iteration, Snowbird takes the stage as a dynamic and intriguing retail incentive cover. It is actually kind of a cool cover. Arthur Adams puts out a stellar piece of artwork, and many collectors agree, increasing the value of this book to double since its release a week ago. 16 copies on the secondary market. A high sale of 130 um, you can find near mint sometimes for about 106 for about double ratio. And at rank 10, we talked about this a little bit too. Dwellings, number one, by Jay Stevens, an Oni Press book. So this is a nice little horror, horror comic. And uh, yeah, so Jay Stevens comes back after nearly 20 years mm. to do an illustrated book. Hitchcockian Stories. They said very good, but I mean, we're only looking at like 14 copies sold on the secondary market. 30 bucks for near payment was the high 20 bucks. If you're catching good deals. Dang. At rank 11, we have spawn three Oh six final combat from 2020. This is supposed to be one of the rarest spawn variants. Um, it, when it did, when it did finally surface, it saw exceptionally high sales as high as $5,500 for a nine, eight, it was an exclusive variant for the COVID-canceled Final Combat Mortal Combat tournament that was supposed to be held in Chicago. Due to the cancellation, a limited number of books were released to the gaming competitors, and the rest were allegedly destroyed. Speculators believe there are around 50 copies of the book in existence. However, <laughs> copies have been steadily hitting online over the past month, leading to new questions about this number and how many actually exist. So 11 copies have now sold 
and with a high sale of down to a 1725 for CGC 98 and near mint rolls around $500. So somebody had a stack of these. They didn't get destroyed. Yeah, and somebody's sitting on 40 copies and then they're like, I'm just going to put one out every six months. Yeah, that's that's what I'd do. Uh, <laughs> at, at rank 12, we have Spider-Man 2099 number one from 1992. Continuing to sell 49 more copies of this sold with a high sale of 188.50 for a CGC 9.8 and near mint rolls around 22 bucks. Continuing to sell, sell, sell. At rank 13, we have Night Terrors, Wonder Woman, number two, the one in 25 by W. Scott Forbes. Um, it continues to move. 19 more copies of that sold with a high sale of $25 for a raw. At rank 14, we have Dark X-Men number one, the Adam Hughes Virgin one in 50 variant. Uh, the new X-Men series kicks off with a bang. Not only does it dive headfirst into a brand new X-Men team, it also showcases fantastic covers. Um, this one features the Goblin Queen, Madeline Primer, this cover, prior this cover does, um, and sold 10 copies of this with a high sale of 101.28 for a raw copy. At rank 15, we have the original Spawn from 1992. Never. Um, the Evergreen uh, sold another 30 copies, high sale of 160 for a CTC 9.8, and Raw's around 40 bucks. Uh, rank 16, we have Venom Lethal Protector number one from 1993. This one continues to sell as well. 27 more copies sold, high sale of 150 for a CTC 9.8, Raw's around 25 bucks. Uh, Watchman number one pops in at rank 17 from 1986. Warner Brothers announced the development of an animated Watchmen series. Um, I'm not sure about that. We tracked 16 copies, 14 copies of this uh, Watchmen number one, uh, selling with a high sale of $641 for a CGC 9.8. Current near mint rolls around $60. I liked what it said there. Barbie has given them Warner Brothers enough seed money to do all kinds of fun little projects now. Yes. Billions and billions. At rank 18, we have uh, Ultimate Fallout number four. Of course, uh, the first Miles Morales. Uh, we track 20 more copies of this thing moving around. High sale of 1920 for a CGC 9.8. Rawls around 512 At rank 19, we have Gargoyle of Gotham, the ash can. Uh, from, uh, coming in at rank 19. This is a one per store ash can. There's probably 2,500 of these at, around that. Uh, 15 copies of this thing sold. A high sale of 65 for a near mint raw, um, which isn't too bad. Uh, Battle Chasers number 10, the J. Scott Campbell from June, uh, comes in at rank 20, rounds it out. Battle Chasers has a cult following since its release. 13 more copies of this one sold with a high sale of $12.89 for a raw. Not too shabby. I didn't realize this was a previous thing that took a break in 2001 and and came back. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I I wondered. I wondered. I was like, man, that looks old and kind of dated, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but it's it's back. All right, let's um look at some of our FOC books, Kyle. 
Yeah, of course, FRC is our final order cutoff. It's our last ability to look and see if we want to add a few things to our order without having to check the secondary market and pay those big old prices. So we got this weekend to mill it over and add a few things. Let's start with our good friends at Lunar Distributions and see if we have an area of our DC books we want to add. Pretty pretty action comics covers there with the Action 1057. A lot of yeah. people doing good work there. Uh, let's see. We've got Gotham um, Gotham War covers. Yeah. Look good. That that uh, Chuma Hill one in twenty five is a very good cover. Yeah. World's finest Dan Moore is great, of course. Alexander Lasagna. I'm not sure what's going on there with that Batman fine, that is, finest. That that is a Batman posing as a Joker with a green. That's crazy. Yeah. With a yeah like a Riddler's cane. Yeah. I don't know what's happening there. I think it's the crow, uh, the Joker crowbar in green. Oh, Joker crowbar. Okay. Some great Catwoman covers as usual. Some great Catwoman covers and some weird Catwoman covers. But boy, do I like that! Just that cover A, that David Nakayama. Yeah, David Nakayama is doing great. Cyborg issue three, getting some strange covers in itself. It looks a little like uh. <laughs> Fantastic Four guy, Mr. Fantastic. Mm. Riley Rosmo giving us a look at Cyborg like I've never seen before. <laughs> DC Ghouls just want to have fun. Jai Lee doing the cover. Be there. It's great. Detective 1074. Kind of spooky. And there's our first flash with Cyspurrier. Mm-hmm. With a great Mike Diodato cover. The great Dan Mora cover. Really nice Rose Besh creator cardstock cover. Yeah, she's really taking that, um, embracing that Scotty Mo- Scotty Young mm-hmm. role, isn't she? Seems like it. Raza Foil is great. Riley Rosmo's weird. <laughs> Green Arrow 4, the 1 in 25, the James Stokey cover oh it's great i love that it's fantastic essentially they're throwing everything at him but the kitchen sink and they literally are throwing the kitchen sink at him (laughs) i didn't even catch that that's awesome yeah jenny prison doing her thing and if i were to to pick that one in 25 it would be of course um our good friend would be uh tagged in that one our uh Aaron Churchill Memorial ratio pick. If I were to do that, <laughs> not he didn't die. He just oh. he, he just wants the uh, attention. He's still alive. Green Lantern War Journal number one. You can get if you go with the cover E, you get the John Stewart Glow in the Dark Dog Tag cover, and that is a cool looking cover. Yeah. Mm, icon and hardware. Don't homage. Don't homage. Action one. <laughs> it's been homaged so much. <laughs> Nightwing 106. What is going on there? Is that a octopus in safe? In a vault, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's that's a, an interesting interpretation there, Bruno Redondo. Yeah. I guess, well, I'm, you are, we are in the ocean, search of hold secret society. Okay. I'll allow it. Some great Penguin number two covers. 
some great Power Girl number one covers. Oh my, Gary Franklin's great. She's got a little junk in the trunk. <laughs> As if we didn't have enough reasons. Holy smokes! Great Frank Cho, one in fifty. Oof. Mm-hmm. And there's the ro- the Riddler. We're collecting the hardcover. Sandman Universe gives me nightmares and Nightmare yeah. Country. And Superman S- 6. Is that a Lee Bermejo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course it is. That's great. So the Rose Bashes are like, they're a little bigger. They're a little big, a little more substantial than Scotty Young's. Yeah. They're still very youthful. It's almost like a pop figure version. Yeah. But, like, if you look at the Tales of the Titans 3 here, the cover B Rose Bash, it's just fairly normal. That's kind of where I'm, that's where I like her. Okay. Which one is hers? Cover B. That's Jen Bartel. Titans? Yeah. Or Tales of the Titans? Tales of the Titans, sorry. Oh, Tales of the Titans. Okay. Yeah, now that's, yeah, that's not, not as childish. Yeah. Yeah, she's pick a lane. How dare you be? All over the place. How <laughs> dare you be multifaceted? I need I need to pin you in. Wonder Woman number one art germ cover. Boy, is that awesome! Yeah, and that's Book Tom written King. by Tar- Tom King. An yep. art germ cover. What more could you want? Uh Chris Bacala is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. If she had like a sword up and was like going all 300 style, that would be even better. <laughs> That's pretty good. Wow. Man. It's an $8 book, though, ladies and gentlemen. $8. Is it really? Yeah. What is the Drew, book? before you click over, how many image books do you think we'll have in the image section? Uh, on the FOC, I think we're dwindling, so I'm going to say one. All right. If we head over there, we see we have three books. Three books. Saga being one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me read the entire solicit for Saga 66. Uh-oh. <laughs> that is so BKV. Bjorn Barons on Spawn 345 having a zombie King Kong. <laughs> wow. Grim is on issue 13. It's just a constant reminder of me getting things wrong when I said it was over at 6. It's now on 13. Boom, giving us an awesome reminder that Klaus was amazing, offering us this hardcover Ah, for $60. Stuff of Nightmares, number one. Red Murder, number one. Written by R.L. Stein, Drew. Yeah, his comic stuff doesn't work very well. It's eight bucks. Yeah, and it's eight bucks. Screw that. <laughs> In um, Marvel books. Yeah. Moon Knight, City of the Dead, issue three gives us a couple covers. I'm not seeing a ton of stuff in Marvel. Usually, I see a ton of things to choose from. Star Wars Dr. Afra 36 giving us a 15th anniversary Ahsoka Tano cover that I very much like. Oh, that could be it. Yeah. Down in the bottom, I got some uh, blip, blip map number one. It's a Titan Comics book by Jack Timmer and Matthias Basla. 
It's a sci-fi series set in a solar punk metropolis. Whatever the digital world of Blitmap is. Hmm. I do not know. Why should I know that? We also have Blue Sultan number one, which is a $75 book. Not going to be talked about. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. That's dumb. I think that's a typo. <laughs> is the is the dollar sign over the seven? No, the ampersand is. I was thinking if they like didn't hit the shift key or something. An additional image comics book that is in the other section. We have Junior Baker, Righteous Faker, number one. A miniseries premiere, the surprise sequel to 2011's Butcher Baker, Righteous Maker. So Joe Casey and Ryan Quackenbush bringing that one back. Bringing it back. And uh, American Mythology doing Cruz number one. <laughs> K-R-A-U-H-Z-Z. You tell me, folks. Yes. Cruz. Oh, Night of the Living Dead. Give me a Night of the Living book. Dead Kin. Oh, cool. Brand new tale set in the universe of Night of the Living Dead. In Purgatory West Virginia. I likes it. Not sure about Baser. Doesn't look good. Yeah, to it looks, me. yeah, I was trying to figure that one out myself. Rat Queen, Rat Sister Queen, Warriors. Yeah. That's yours, man. Yep. Epic conclusion to an incredible 10-year run in the award-winning series Rap Queen. Got relegated down here. Boo. Star Trek Halloween, issue one. We got Sainted Love, number one from Vault Comics. Steve Orlando in New York in 1907. Malcolm Irina is the greatest inventor in the world. But nobody's heard of him, and his lover, John Wolfe, is the toughest bare-knuckle boxer in the city. All right. Is this the last Traveling to Mars? No. <laughs> I think it's the second to last. I don't think they want to, you to answer. Yeah. yeah. And it's got a Star Wars homage. That's awesome. And we got our Walking Deads. And a Betty White comic. Graphic novel from Penguin Classics. All right, Drew, what do we got here? I am going to go with Night of the Living Dead, Ken, number one, from American Mythology Productions, because I need some new zombie tales in my life. And I am giving a shout-out and a pick to my good friends, Curtis Weeby and Rock Up Church for Rat Queens, Sisters, Warriors, Queens, the $8 one shop for the 10-year anniversary prestige format. Can't not do it. Well, you'll but you'll forget when it comes out, and you'll try to pick it in sneak peek, too. Am I not allowed so, to do that? And I'll say, no, I'm not going to allow it. No, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can double dip. It just looks dumb in my feed. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. All right, Kyle, let's slide on over to our good friends at CBSI. Yeah, good friends at CBSI to see what their big secondary market is. First item on their list is that X-Men 130. That is, of course, our first Dazzler. 
Uh, CDC 9.8 is $1,400. 9.4 is $300. 9.0 is $170. All because there are Taylor Swift rumors true. Yeah. I mean, cool. Whatever takes uh, Dazzler to the next level. Exactly. At rank two, we have Toxic Adventures 1. While not nearly the all-time high set during COVID, 9.8s are back up to $200. New stands and 9.8s are almost at 500 after the first images of the angry elf as the Avengers hit the internet. At rank three, we have Dazzler number one, the uh, her own series. Both the error and non-error are up this week for the same reason. $200 for CDC 9.8. Infinite Crisis number five, the Jim Lee cover. CGC 9.8s are back to 225. Pretty solid reviews for the movie, which DC needed desperately. That being said, now is the time to sell your Blue Beetle. At rank five, Startling Terrors number 11. This book doesn't come up for sale often, but when it does, look out. A raw copy sold a few weeks ago for a. D- d- <clears throat> Excuse me. With a detached cover for $2,400. The past six years, a CGC 4.0 copy has been sold six times, each one higher than the last. And this last week, it sold for 11 k Wow. More than doubled the sale from 2022. Golden Age is a different animal for sure, but they are still in the zoo with the rest of all of our books. At rank six, New X-Men 114 was well, a $10 book. Now it's a $20 book. Deadpool 3 rumors again. Man, there are so many theories about this movie. It's almost a guarantee that the speculators will be let down because we can't all be right. And at rank 7, Edge of Spider-Verse, number 3, the second print ratio. 50 bucks. Character looks weird in color, but in black and white and upside down floating in the sky with no webbing. Let's just say we're no Jack Kirby. Yeah, I don't like this at all. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't either. Oh, it's a second rank, print. Second print one. Second print ratio, right. yeah. Oh, God. My favorite way to screw people. <laughs> At rank eight, we have Wonder Woman Historia, the Amazons. Number one, Kelly Sudaconic, Phil Jimenez, was just a $5 book, now a $20 book. And a mislabeled CGC 9.8 sold for $100. This is another one of those, oh, this story is going to be used loosely for a TV show or movie book. Bad idea to overpay for these kinds of books as investment books. At rank 9, we have Captain Marvel, Dark Tempest, number one, second print ratio, 1 in 25, going for $75. Would be a bigger fan of these second print incentives if they weren't just virgins of one of the uh, friggin' first prints. I completely agree. And at rank 10, we have our Alpha Flight, Arthur Adams, 1 in 50. Going for between 55 and 100. Very icy eyes for sure. Reminds me of Alexandra Daddario's eyes. Come on now. Can't unsee that, right? And aren't Alexandria's eyes just mesmerizing? I agree. Honorable mentions we have Godzilla War for Humanity, number one, the one in 50 variant, going for about 70 bucks. How are there so many niche collectors out there? And how exactly does Godzilla have so many friggin' adventures? I apparently need to stop. Stock up on my social life to complete this old lizard man. And 50. Giant wow. Comics Edition 15. A CBCS 3.5 sold for $3,100. Rated a 7 on the Gerber Scarcity Index. Could only find one graded uh, sale of this book in the past three year- years. While there were other amazing Matt Baker sales 
like this one on Heritage, this one stood out to me as I have never seen this cover before and love the narrative art boards of the background. That is kind of rad. Yeah, it's very rad. I like it a lot. It's really cool. All right, let's go over to our sneak peek at next week. Head over to Lunar Distributions and see what's coming out for DC, starting with our Doomsday book. Yeah, Action Comics presents Doomsday. There's some cool covers for that, for sure. Yeah, but there's no reason not to just do the Bjorn Barons cover A. It is everything That's you need. Good enough. Yep. Uh, Batman, Batman, Catwoman, Gotham War, Battle Lines number one. Say that 15 times real fast. <laughs> exactly. A lot of Catwoman covers all collected together in Catwoman mm-hmm. Uncovered. Including a nice little art germ. The Devil's Cut one-shot comes out. I thought that was already out. Pretty sure this thing was already out. Hmm. Guess not. Whatever Nortz Illustrated is. <laughs> Adam Hughes doing a cover. Night Terror's Night's End. Is that the end? It's gotta be. We gotta be out of The last of it. Ribbon Queen, number two. The first issue was cool. You should read it. What was it called? Ribbon Queen. Ribbon Queen? Hmm. Garth Ennis. Ah. And Riddler finishes up with its sixth issue. I'm looking forward to that. Let's see how that ends. That's a jock cover if I've ever seen one. Yeah. The real jock. (laughs) Not that J-O-K guy. Yeah. All right, let's head on over to see what Image Comics has. There's still a few Image books here. Oh, Drew, we have a Nailbiter Compendium 1 through 30. And wow. a Nailbiter Hack and Slash crossover. That's very cool. We talked about Battle Chasers 11. We have a second print of that there. Nowhere near the J. Scott Campbell that everybody's been searching for, but still. All right. Chap, er, Chip Zdarsky with his Kaptara Universe tr- Universal Truths number one, continuing his Kaptara series, and he is bolstering that he is keeping it at three ninety nine. So we like that. We're holding the line at three ninety nine now. I guess. What about Local Man Gold, Drew? What about it? Well, it's our boy Tim Seeley and Tony Flicks. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't like the first volume, so. Gotcha. But this, Drew, is a perfect jumping-on point for new readers. They must have for old-school image heads. Well, all right. <laughs> Didn't convince you? No. <laughs> Kyle, what about Marvel Age 1000? Commemorative issue of all things Marvel Age. Do you remember that book, by any nope. chance? It was just a mostly textbook, you know. Mm-hmm. Back behind the scenes and stuff like that. And I don't believe there was really a thousand of them. <laughs> you want to see the receipts? Yeah, I don't think this is legit. And they want $10 for it. Come on, guys. You make it so hard to love you. Don't do this. Moon Knight City of the Dead, number one. The second print, 20, 25 copy incentive, Drew. So here's the thing we hate. But do we still hate it when it's Moon Knight? <laughs> I hate it less. I hate it less. Oh, that's neat. We get that alongside two Moon Knight annuals. Wow. An embarrassment of riches for me. Mm-hmm. And a new Ms. Marvel. 
kicking off. Who's writing this? Do I do I know? No, don't know that person. Oh, it's the actual actress, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's right. And these bounty hunters do anything for you? Eh, not really. I don't know who that person in red is. Oh, that's uh, yeah, she's a, a bounty hunter. Duh. Yeah, you just asked me too friggin' quick. Oh shoot, what is it in her name? More magic mind for you, man. <laughs> she's she's ah, man, that sucks. That's all right, buddy. Watch your cartoons again. Hmm. Sorry, it's gonna bug me. It's gone. It's it. gone forever. I mean, there Aura are a lot of. It's Ara Singh. Ara thing? Ara Singh. Ara Singh. Yeah. She's actually in the first uh, prequel above the pod, the 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 pod racing scene. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know that. I know that. Shout out. There. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Frank Miller presents Ancient Enemies, the first responder. That's interesting. Written by Dan DiDio. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's kind of rad. Oh, I don't want any keen spot. Don't think I want Hell Witch. <laughs> Or something to strike my fancy. Oh, there's that plot holes. Mm-hmm. Which I do believe I picked during uh, FOC, but maybe I didn't. Who knows? It definitely goes in the pile. Oh, yeah. Plot holes is Sean Gordon Murphy. Yeah. It's just not massive. a publisher I like. Yeah, massive. This talks, talks is oh Eric Palicki, a big fan of his sister, <laughs> and from Blood Moon Comics LLC. Talks number one. Maybe if I maybe if I pick talks, I can get Adrian Palicki to follow <laughs> me. Looks <laughs> as a porter brother, be worth it. I can be so I can be bought. <laughs> for female attention. We know this. <laughs> I'm definitely not doing Marvel Age 1000. So many choices. I'm going to say people are going to go stupid over Nort's Illustrated Swimsuit Edition Adam Hughes cardstock. Covers. Where is that? It's back in D.C. Oh, it's all the way back in D.C. Yeah. And it's, it starts with what? G G N O R T S Nortz Illustrated, but that Adam Hughes cover is really good, and we've seen people go crazy for Adam Hughes stuff. The J. Stock Campbell or the so there's an Adam Hughes. Yeah, one more page over is the Adam Hughes. Oh, all right. It's a seven dollar book, but Adam Hughes people will pay anything. I gotcha. So you're going to go with Nortz Illustrated Swimsuit Edition number one, cover C. Going to take up a lot of my characters on the X. <laughs> if I get it, maybe if I get it, maybe if I pay for a check mark, it'll let me have more characters. There you go. Is that possible? Okay, Kyle. Do I like the Ms. Marvel with the little actress doing the writing? Uh, 
Do I want to do plot holes even though I've done it before? Possibly. Not sure. I can't remember. Got some Moon Knight stuff here. Got some Moon Knight stuff here. I think I think I want to do talks. Okay. I think I want to do talks. I want to give some love to Eric Palicki, who bit on the show a couple of times, interviewed mm-hmm. by Jason, and I do like his sister. There you go. What's not to like? Exactly. All right. We want to thank you guys for dragging along with Drew and myself as we go through all the things coming out. My goodness, we're in November, but technically December on some stuff we're talking about already. Yeah. And crazy. that, my friends, is just crazy. What isn't crazy is how cool it is to head on over to patreon.com, throw a couple bucks our way, get some exclusive things. Um, we did a really cool review for Blue Beetle. I took my 12-year-old with us, so I made him sit down beside me and talk about what he thought about Blue Beetle. Because uh, we had to get that, you know, Gen Z action all up in here. Gen Alpha, I think, for your kids. Yeah, something, I don't know, they're Gen 2. Screwed, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> but we thank you so much for tagging along with us for Drew and for myself. See you. As you know, our LCS is Cowabunga Comics, Lake Country, Wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics back issues, gaming, retro video games, vinyl, and figures. Give them a call, 262-569-9999. Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredicow. They are our LCS, and we utilize their deep discount mail order service to bring Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics.